We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. Walmart took some heat this weekend because somebody realized that they were selling an ugly Christmas sweater with some inappropriate content, Mm, Kat. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Three lines cut up in front of Santa and the caption was, let it snow. The description read, the best snow comes from Columbia. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't aware of the description. That's even better. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Now, in case you're wondering, no, Walmart is not selling that. It's a third-party seller that uses Walmart.ca to sell their product under the Walmart banner. And Walmart owned it. They apologized. They said, hey, listen, sorry this went up on our site. It doesn't reflect our values. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't have been there. Well, they're not the only ones dealing with it. A brewery in North Carolina has been ordered by the state's alcohol regulator to pull a set of beer cans off of the shelves. They're called Sycamore Brewing, and they've now been ordered to take the 2019 version of their Christmas cookie winter ale off the shelves after a complaint was made about the imagery on the cans. What was it? (laughs) See, on the can, Uh you can see some reindeer, and you really have to look because they're small images, but you can see some reindeer engaging in some reindeer games that perhaps... Some may find inappropriate. Mm, Randy reindeer games. There's many. Let's see here. In this shot alone, I've got six different reindeer positions that they're in. Okay. Maybe you're wondering, how does a reindeer get into six different positions? That's a Kama Sutra for reindeer. Basically, cat. It's like a how-to for Randy reindeer. I've got the picture online right now. ScottandCat.ca, and I'm going to tweet out the link at Scott Fox on air if you want to see the dirty reindeer. But you know you do. You do. there's you do. no way you don't. He's not going to click on that. Even if your curiosity in this whole scenario is, I can think of like three. I don't know how they got to six. Check it out. Like I said, I'm going to tweet out that page, <laughs> that link right now, right now. But I'm going to say NSFW. Sure. It's not safe for work. Fair. And not family friendly. Bad reindeer. They're just making more reindeer. That's what they're doing. Sure. It's a process. Tomorrow, as you know, is American Thanksgiving. And then Black Friday. And Black Friday, still a relatively new phenomenon here in Canada. We didn't always pay attention to Black Friday. We have our Boxing Day, and that's a uniquely Canadian thing. But more and more Canadian retailers are adopting Black Friday, and I think Mm. that's awesome. Good luck to all the retailers that are out doing it. Down in the U.S., they've been doing it for so long that you've probably noticed your Instagram feed. If you're following anything from uh, World Star to Barstool, always publish the great fights that happen. People that are ready to punch each other out over a parking space or Oh my goodness, there's the last $100 PlayStation 4 and they're beating each other up over it. It's wild. 
This actually happened in the lead up to Black Friday. However, there's a twist. And I'm actually kind of surprised this hasn't happened sooner. Two women, all caught on video, by the way, got into a massive brawl over something that infuriates all of us at one point or another in our lives. Having too many items in the express checkout at the grocery store. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I usually completely ignore it. And if I know I'm within those items, I'm okay and I'll stand there. But you do sometimes find yourself checking out the cart in front of you or the cart behind you going. You're counting. One, two, three, four, five, six. Hmm. In all fairness, I've I've gone to one before because in some grocery stores... Express is 1 to 16 items. That's right. In others, it might be 1 to 12 items. Right. And I've accidentally gone in going, ooh, I might have 13 or 14. Might, it's, this is 1 to 12. Uh-huh. But I've said something to the cashier. I've said, uh, I think I might have 13 or 14. And usually they all say the same thing to me. I don't care. <laughs> really? I don't care. Yep. I'm not going to kick you out. Just stay in line. It's fine. Hmm. Yeah. I have actually done the count. And the store that is closest to my house is a Longo's. So I'll go to Longo's and their express is one to eight items. See, why is it getting smaller and smaller every time? Because they want to keep it express. I get it. So I've had 10 items and in my head, I've tried to reason it out. Okay, it's 10 items, but I've really got two jars of spaghetti sauce. That counts as one or yeah, but it's all in the same family. I mean, I've got hummus and tzatziki okay it's the same thing oh that's, that's no that's a cheat man never more that's than, a cheat never more than 10 when the limit is eight but there's been times when i had like 12 and i thought no i just can't live with myself if i do that i will just go and wait in the ridiculously long line mm-hmm. and superstore i find and zares they both have really long lines sometimes so i have taken myself out of it in this case 43 year old woman from brick new jersey in the checkout express lane at the grocery store when a 45-year-old called her out for having too many items. Uh-oh. They say the argument quickly escalated. That's when they started throwing punches and biting each other. What? Yeah. Both of the women in the fight were charged for disorderly conduct. The woman who had too many items was also charged with simple assault. Really? If we're ready to throw down over too many items in the express checkout... We all need a vacation because well, we're just things. too wound up. There's other things happening there. Yes. I think we can all agree. Okay, one time when I did hold everybody up and I felt like such an idiot for doing it, you can buy beer at the grocery store now, which is great. But not every checkout allows you to pay for beer in that checkout. I went to the express checkout Uh-oh. and there was like four people in line ahead of me, but it was still shorter than the other line. I didn't realize you couldn't pay for beer in that particular line because I'm assuming the person checking out didn't have her smart serve. So I had to go all the way yeah, back to the did. back of the other line. Why you pay attention next time? That's my problem is I wasn't paying attention, but <laughs> good on them for not just selling me the beer. She could have just rung it through and said, get out of here. Sure. Don't tell anybody. Right. She didn't do that. She made me go to the back of the regular line because I had beer. Most reasonable people would have said, just forget about the beer and ring through the other stuff. I really wanted the beer. That was my problem. Can I tell you about the newest dumb trend online? Uh, yes, please. I don't even know where to start with this one. Basically, it's called perennium sunning. Does that mean anything to you at first here? Perennium sunning. Okay, so sunning. No, it really doesn't mean much. Basically, in a nutshell, 
influencers, so to speak, are trying to tan their can. They're sunning their butthole. The science behind this is very, very questionable. But some of these people claim in just 30 seconds of sunlight on your butthole, you get more energy than you would in an entire day being outside with your clothes on. One California user claims that the butt-chugging vitamin D not only helps her sleep better, but helps to regulate her hormones. Okay, so I've heard of people taking in alcohol that way. Through their butt. Some people will inject drugs, or sorry, not inject. (laughs) They will take drugs that way as well, because it's Hmm. a direct hole right into your bloodstream. Wow. Uh... Would you like to know what medical professionals are saying? Sure. Yeah, please. Medical professionals are far from convinced the practice has any merit. They say there's no evidence that sunbathing in this way has any effect on your physical well-being. Mm-hmm. Dr. Diana Gall of UK-based online doctor service, Doctor For You, said, Yes, practicing mindfulness and meditation and getting your dose of vitamin D is beneficial for your mental and physical health. But... You don't need to damage sensitive skin in the process from sun exposure. So I'm going to assume that these people who want to get the vitamin D on their B will get into like a maybe a sun salutation type pose, yoga pose, butt up to the sky, slide their pants down and get a little vitamin D right where literally the sun don't shine. They say in 30 seconds. You get such a boost from that incoming sun that you feel great all day. Wow. Okay. Well. Would you try it, Good for you. No. No? Nope. You're not going bottomless on the beach? No, I'm good. I'll I'll continue to take that orally. Thank you. Backyard? Nope. I'm good. Hmm. You? Well, I have said many times in my life that there are many things I simply will not do. And then some of them I ended up doing. This, right now, it sounds outrageous. If I happen to find myself maybe on a nude beach, maybe over in Europe, Mm -hmm. somewhere in the Caribbean, and I happen to roll over and a little bit of sun happened to hit that spot, I don't know if it would be the worst thing in the world. Am I saying never? No, I guess I can't really say never. You're saying you do it. No, not saying I'm going to go out of my way to do it. I'm just saying that if I happen to find myself... Naked from the waist down, out on the beach, with my butt up in the air for some reason, and the sun happens to hit it. Okay. I don't want to be accused of being a liar. Okay. Who came up with this idea? And who thought, this has got to go on the gram. I got to share this secret with the rest of the world to a point where even doctors have to weigh in and say, yeah, don't do that. Don't try and sun your butthole. I'm sure that happens a lot to medical professionals. And people are like, well, I decided to do my own remedy. So here's what I did. (laughs) And it all starts with pulling your pants down. So I undid my belt. No, don't do it. How all fun adventures begin. I'm going to take off my belt. Hang on. Okay, where are we at with eating and driving? Yes, no. Is it distracted? Should it be distracted? Oh, man. This is such a loaded question. Um... I have coffee regularly. I don't find it a a distraction at all. Um, But at a certain point, when you're trying to eat a salad with a fork and you're behind the wheel, I think that's kind of distracting. So there's certain foods, yes, but certain foods, no. And I know it's hard to draw the line. Well, what's what here? But I don't know. That's my opinion. Okay. 
McDonald's to the rescue. McDonald's in Australia used their Instagram account and they posted like IKEA style instructions on how you can eat an entire meal one-handed and not have to take your hands off the wheel. So, Just don't watch the video while you're driving. Right. Okay, so try and follow along here, and I'll explain this. Basically, you open up the container for your burger. Okay. You poke a little hole in the hinge of the container with your straw so that the container rests on your cup. Then you dump the fries on the other side. So if you picture it, you got your cup here. And then you've got the opened up packaging. And you're supposed to poke a hole in the middle of the cardboard? There is a hole, to be honest with you. So there the straw is? goes through the hole when you fold it on the hinge. Oh. So you basically okay. created like a little tray. Okay. So now you can put the cup in your cup holder and just use one hand to grab the sandwich and the fries. Or you can pick up the entire contraption when you want to drink. Does it actually work? Great question. So I'm reading some of the reviews here. People seem pretty skeptical, but they haven't actually tried it. The ones who have tried it said, this is brilliant. Why didn't I think of this sooner? Can you picture what I'm describing here? I think so. You got your cup, uh-huh. straw sticking up the middle. So you're supposed to drink that at the same time? Are they expecting you to drink your drink to pick up the entire thing? Creation, the yeah. tower of food and drink. Right. And drink your drink if you're thirsty in between your chewing. Yeah. So you can set it in the cup holder, though. If you set it in your cup holder, then you've basically got the cup mm-hmm. holding the open both sides. Right. Big Mac container, for example. Burger on one side, fries on the other. Okay. One hand on the wheel at all times. Now, we should have two hands on the wheel as much as possible. I know that. I get it. Would the cops pull you over for having one hand on the wheel instead of two? I don't know. That's up to them. I think it depends on the cop and the scenario and how well you're driving. I'm just trying to picture if you're trying to drink your drink. Like, that's all well and good. You've got a little tray set up. But it doesn't help the fact that if you got it. So let's say that you did done that and you got a burger. You still got to pick up the burger individually, right? You and do. And try to eat it while you're driving, which can be a messy situation. Sure. And there are people who have got lettuce and sesame seeds all over their seat sure. and underneath it and on the, the mat of their car. There's others, though, who have figured it out. And there's an art to it. I think, anyway. Mm-hmm. As someone who's driven a... I worked it out one day. I've driven over a million and a half kilometers. Over a million and a half. Whoa. And I've eaten a number of times on the road. Would you consider yourself a professional fast food eater driver? Yes. <laughs> Okay, so what do you think about this then? Doable? You Doable. Do I never thought of this. I mean, yeah, I guess if you have to, this is a convenient way to do it and keep yourself focused so you're not reaching over and over to the right where the fries go and then you got to pass them over and hand them to your left hand and change gears with your right. Uh, text from Krista on the uh, 91.5 The Beat text line, 519-571-BEAT. I saw someone eating hard tacos while driving. Come on. (laughs) She adds adds, classic Cambridge. Thank you, Krista. I've done the burrito while driving. The trick is to squeeze hard. You got to squeeze it. Because if it drips out the bottom, you're done. But if you can keep everything going in a forward motion towards your mouth, you're good. Don't ever do that motion again. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. I I wish y'all could see that. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Did you ever get iced back when that was a thing? Iced. 
Smirnoff Ice. Oh, you ever do that? Ew. If you see a smear, I know it's Sorry. horrible. It's Sorry. awful. Sorry, Smirnoff. I don't mean any. It's just I have bad memories. Because I, too, was a teenager once. Uh-huh. And at a certain, in the beginning, when you first start drinking alcohol, there's really only the sweet drinks, the coolers, right, that you drink. And I've had several not-so-great experiences with uh, that and, like, a Vex and things like that. Too sugary. Right? Too sweet. Well, at the time, you're like, this is great. It's juice. Everybody drink. And then the next day, you're like, Ugh. Exactly. Yeah. So, Smirnoff wants to bring back icing. For anyone who doesn't know what icing is, it's very simple. You see a Smirnoff ice, you got to get down on one knee and chug it. Chugging Smirnoff this ice is, is horrible. Is a, no, nobody should be encouraged to do this. No disrespect to Smirnoff at all, but that's what icing is. So now, to help facilitate you icing your friends or family over the holidays... They've got a line of gift boxes that you can buy. Okay. So these gift boxes, it's kind of a genius if you think about it. They're meant to look like other things. So one of them, for example, has got um, uh, appliances on the outside. So you'd think you're opening up a box of whatever kitchen gadget. Some of them have got like coat hangers on it. And you think, oh, you got me hangers. I don't know. Open this up, I guess. If you got mm, me hangers. You got iced. <laughs> and then you get iced because uh. inside all that's there is one single bottle of Smirnoff ice. 20 bucks to order the box, the ice box, as they call it. Right. However, if you want to ice somebody for the holidays, that's great. My only request to you is can you please keep that box cold? Because chugging a warm Smirnoff I'm ice gonna puke. is like, even you saying nasty. I don't even know if I don't even think in any circumstance I could go back to that ever drinking that. Nope. Once you discovered wine, you just didn't go back. No, and even yeah, no, no, it's too much. It's too much. Ugh. Too many bad experiences. You know what I'm saying? I think generally speaking, everybody has got something. That they can't drink anymore because they puked at one point or another. This is it, right? And it ruined it. Yeah. And every time, it doesn't matter how many years go by in your life. I can still taste it in the back of my throat, Scott. Exactly. For me, Ooh. back when I was uh, began my political career as the vice president of student council at St. Benedict in Cambridge, uh, we were on a leadership field trip. And I know this is going to sound very contradictory. You were contradictory. on student council? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yep. I ran that place. Okay. Great. <laughs> In any case, I did as um, much as I could to not run Doyle. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? We uh, made a poor choice in going to an event and bringing whatever we could get from our parents' liquor cabinet to the event. And for right, me, right. the one that gets me every time to this day, I still can't smell it. It was lemon gin. Oh. It was lemon mm, gin. No. And I still have vivid memories of how bad that was. Oh, man. I've got a bundle. Like, I've got a bundle. That one sounds horrible. I don't like gin as is, so I can't imagine what lemon gin would be like. Not good. I'll tell you that. You remember sourpuss? Oh, yeah. I can't. I can't smell it. Vex? Nope. Smirnoff ice? Nope. Nope. (laughs) Woody's coolers? Nope. (laughs) Tequila? Ugh. I don't think I can anymore. Well, after like a few drinks, it doesn't hurt anymore. (laughs) The next day, yeah. (laughs) Well, in Mexico, you know what I'm saying? Tequila poppers. 
You could probably do that. No, actually, I, don't, I wouldn't even try on you because I don't want you to throw up in the studio. No, it's a bad, it's a bad scene. It's what's not you, a good look. What's yours? Text us five one nine five seven one beat. What's the one that you just can't do anymore because of a bad experience in the past? This person says grapefruit flavored vodka. Oh, oh, I've got some Ciroc that's grapefruit flavored, and for the life of me, I can't figure out what I'm supposed to do with it. Because you can't make a martini with it. You can't drink it straight. You, you must mix it with something. You but I don't know what you do with it. You got to mix it with juice or something. Which would you even do? You probably wouldn't even do. It depends on who you are. Oh, I love Michelle's text here. Hypnotic. Yeah. You've had hypnotic, right? The blue stuff. Oh, hypnotic. Yes. Hypnotic. Yes. Unnamed texter here. I think this is Rita. Peach schnapps. <laughs> oh, Brandy says Mike's hard. Yeah, that was another one. Jessica says schnapps as well. Uh, Captain Morgan, 25 years later, (laughs) I died for two days. (laughs) That's a great text message. Fantastic. Uh, Disarono is another one that's coming up here on the text line a couple of times. Mm -hmm. Um, here's somebody who says, I can't drink rum now. When I was a teenager, my go-to was lemon gin and Mountain Dew. Oh, What? Mountain Dew and lemon Together? Gin. Yeah. Oh, that sounds horrible. That sounds like that's a punishment. Uh, this person says screwdrivers. Can't do it anymore. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Sambuca. A lot of people saying that. Mm-hmm. Gold Schlager. <laughs> gold Schlager. Gold Schlager is awful. Gold Schlager, you feel like it's a good idea at the time. Look at these little gold specks. This is fun. Jenny says four loco. Yeah, I could see that. What is the new one that everybody in the States is drinking? Is it White Claw? Bear claw, something claw. I don't know. Everybody's all over that. I'm very up on my college drinking games. Yeah, you know what? It's because you learn, right? You live and you learn. This is life. These texts prove that this is life. This person says, one time I had 11 shots of Jose Corvo. <laughs> haven't touched tequila since. Why do you hate yourself? No doubt about it. You haven't touched it since. I'd never even heard of this one. Text message that says, to this day, I still can't drink oatmeal cookie shots. Oh, I don't know what... I don't know what's in an oatmeal cookie oatmeal shot. Oatmeal cookie shots. When it comes to the shots, too, there are some of those ones that are just like, you think it's delicious in the moment. Like for me, a polar bear, which got brought up a couple of times, a polar bear's okay. It's mild enough, but I haven't had it enough time to make me sick. But a lot of people, a lot of people, because they feel it's such an easy shot, it tastes like peppermint, like chocolate peppermint almost. Uh-huh. They'll do like five, six, seven, eight, like, I'm feeling good. Nope. No, this you're person- not. This person regrets a, an earlier decision in their life. They say, I can no longer drink tequila, which is quite unfortunate. Oh, no. <laughs> Sourpuss. Yeah. A uh, lot for fireball whiskey. A ton for fireball whiskey. Yeah. That will get you every time. European absinthe. My dad thought I was on drugs. That's from Ralph. Yeah, that'll do it, dude. <laughs> you got to drink that one in moderation. Jaeger bomb, cinnamon hearts. Seagram's Wildberry Cooler. Sambuca mixed with Gatorade. Well, I don't know why you'd mix Sambuca with Gatorade first off. Yeah, that sounds... You know what? It's one of those things, again, you just mix it with whatever's laying around sometimes, and it's a terrible idea. Mm -hmm. That's why our tastes change over time. So this is a story in the New York Post. Fairly reputable source. Sure. If you're thinking about a new diet as your New Year's resolution, skip the bananas... Eat the peel. Oh, what? Yeah, I know. Okay. I had a feeling it was going to be like that. First thought, ew. Yeah. Um, It's because of all the fiber and vitamins in the peel. 
Apparently, it has a ton of health benefits beyond just weight loss. It'll improve your sleep. You'll have better skin and more. It was a dietitian that checked it all out and found that this is legit. I assume that they would say you should blend the peel and not try to actually munch on that thing. Yeah, you're not just going to sit there and throw the banana away and, and eat the peel. It doesn't quite work like that. She suggests you clean it thoroughly, grind it up and put it in a smoothie, for example, or bake with it. You could also cook it and eat it that way. But throwing away the banana peel is throwing away a lot of the nutrients that you would expect to get from fruit. Okay. She says you'll get almost 20% more vitamin B6 and almost 20% more vitamin C, and it'll boost your potassium and magnesium intake. I don't know, man. When I hear things like that, I just think if I needed more vitamin B, whatever, I'll take a supplement for it. I don't know if I'm going to go ahead and put that banana peel in my ninja and just let her go. I don't know. I feel like it wouldn't taste very good, but I've never actually sat there and tried a banana peel. So maybe I'm wrong. I don't even like it when I get that little stringy piece uh, of the peel stuck yeah, to the banana. Me out. The texture on that is bad enough. Eating the entire peel uh, seems like it would be one of those in your mouth moments. Yeah. But if it's that good for you, I mean, how do you not even try it just once? Are you saying you're going to try it? saying there's a chance. Okay. Maybe, I mean, if it's that good for you, why would you throw it away? You're throwing away half the banana when you throw away the peel. I just worry about the taste. I'm all good if you want to go ahead and put that in the blender, but if it throws the taste of a smoothie off, for example, no, not worth it. I'll take a supplement. can't see how it would. Again, blending it into a smoothie is the most practical way to use it. You will increase the volume and nutritional content of all smoothie recipes with minimal change to taste and texture. Some people eat orange peels, too. I know they do. And that's disturbing to me. And, like, straight up orange peel. Like, don't put it in a smoothie. Just eat them. I know someone growing up used to eat their orange peel at school. Was it a joke? Did you convince them, hey, you should do that? No, No? they would just do it and and didn't realize that it was abnormal. But in their house... That's they, they munch on the orange peel sometimes. I don't know. That's all I know. But I've never tried it myself. So again, I won't judge too much. I'm going to adopt an entire change in my life because it never occurred to me that you probably should be eating that stuff too. So from now on, every time I eat a bag of chips, I'm also going to eat the bag. Because I think there's health benefits in that. Too. Yeah, very natural. <laughs> very natural. I just bought I just bought the other day uh, a packaged salad at the grocery store and I threw away the dressing because I didn't need that and I figured okay if I just eat a packaged salad that's fine that'll be a good little meal for me it never occurred to me to eat the plastic container that it came in though (laughs) I don't know what I was thinking why would I just throw it away I'm assuming this doesn't work for everything obviously what Scott's saying is ridiculous and outrageous but if you do it, could you put it on the gram? Yeah. I had a Miller Lite the other day. Ate the bottle afterwards. Good for you. Did you feel like a man? I felt like a man. Yeah. <laughs> Leading out the other end for 15 days, but I felt good. I might die next week, but I got those nutrients. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. 
We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Have you noticed the freedom over here? You were sitting in this chair yesterday. Ever since I pulled out the tools and fixed this microphone. Oh, thank goodness you did that. Thank you again for that. We're completely mobile. We can go just about anywhere now in the studio. Sometimes when you need to get things done, you just do it yourself, right? Yeah. So yesterday, I went to the engineers, and the engineers don't like it when non-engineers do engineering kind of stuff. So I grabbed Spencer, who's just a dynamite guy. Love him to death. But he's a little protective of his stuff. I understand, because you understand that too, because as announcers, we're protective of our stuff too. Sure. So I told him, I'm like, hey, I know you're out of the office. And it was like an emergency at 6 a.m. Cat's microphone fell right off the arm that holds it. So I had to hold the microphone. Yeah, like you were doing some sort of like I was live on location somewhere while I was trying to do the board, which means all the buttons and and the knobs and the things I had to do all that. Plus, I had to look at my computer screen and do all that stuff at the same time. It was fun. It was a fun... You know what, though? Every now and again, you need a challenge. When you've done a job for a long time, it was an f- interesting challenge. I won't say fun, but it was interesting. I'll use another F word if I could, but maybe in the podcast. So in comes Scott, like a hero. Don't worry. I got this. Now, I didn't have my tools with me. But you went through someone else's office to find it. I meant to ask you about that because you just showed up with a wrench. Did you go through their stuff? I had to go through the engineering site to get the tools and the screw to fix it. But, Kat, it was an emergency. It was an emergency. So yesterday, I ran into Spencer, engineer extraordinaire, basically a genius on earth. And I said to him, like, hey, hope you don't mind. I had to use some of your tools to to fix the microphone. And he was like, oh, Oh, okay. And that was it. Am I in trouble? Will there be repercussions? Or did I save the day like a hero on earth? Well, you know what it's like when you do a job, you want to make sure that you, I mean, you want to make sure that what you do is appreciated. And people know, like, if I have a problem with this, I, this is who I go to. They're my people. When, When someone finds out that what they do for a living, someone else tried to do or tried to fix what they do, you can understand how someone might get a little bit upset. You might need to go buy him a coffee today. Think so? Okay, but I saved him some work and got the job done. Right on time. Before this became a catastrophe, crisis averted. I fixed it. No? Mm. No? No, Is it because I I went through his tools? That's where it is, right? It's okay that you fix something. Is it because I'm not an engineer, and he is, with all the schooling and degrees that come with it? So he's an engineer, I'm not, and I fixed it. Is that a threatening thing? That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, they want to make sure that they're... So I, like, double Valued. Maybe. Mm. Well, it's a good thing the dollar coffees are on right now, isn't it? (laughs) Cheap SOP. Here's my olive branch. <laughs> Tastes like coffee. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, we really do have world class engineers here. They just really don't happen do. to be in before 6 a.m. and something needed to get fixed. So, the thing. like I said, like a machine, I just jumped into action, cat. That's got to be very comforting for you to know that I'm here. Like, no matter what happens. Is that, would that Scott's make you feel it. good as a man if I said yes? Yes. Thank God you're here. Thank God! Thank God you're here. <laughs> <laughs> Did that? Thank God you're here. 
Was, that, infle- was that inflection good? More <laughs> convincing. <laughs> Around this time of year, it's deer hunting season. For those who aren't in the hunting circles, we always get stories around this time time of year from people who accidentally shot their hunting partner because they mistook that hunting partner for a deer. Finally, it happened another way. In Wisconsin, Hunter seriously injured when he accidentally shot himself aiming for a deer. What? Jeez. <laughs> oh, did it ricochet or did he just full-blown shoot himself? I'll tell you the whole story. At least four people were shot. None of them were hit fatally. So don't worry. This story has a semi-happy ending. A press release from the Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources says two incidents this past Saturday involved a hunter shooting his or her own foot. A 38-year-old man did so. And in Marathon County, a 29-year-old woman did the same, also on Saturday. A hunter who fired at a running deer struck a 19-year-old female hunter's left hand. The fourth incident happened on Sunday. A hunter was struck by a single bullet, and the agency is seeking any info on which individuals or groups were hunting around 11 a.m. in a specific part of Washburn County. The victim was flown to a nearby hospital. More people got shot than deers, according to records. Wow. <laughs> wow. The deer must just get together and congregate and think, what Guess a what? bunch of losers. Guess what happened? This moron over here. You know, normally, late fall, dangerous time to be walking around the forest on four legs with antlers on your head. Now these idiots are just shooting each other. This is fantastic. The deers must be planning Christmas parties. <laughs> Fantastic. This is great. It's great. Kill off yourselves. <laughs> Thank God you guys are terrible shots because this is awesome now. We can just sit back with popcorn and watch you shoot each other. Jeez. <sighs> Shot themselves. Tried to shoot a deer. That's amazing. Have you ever stolen anything from a hotel? Well, you say stole like it wasn't offered to you when you arrive, but there are things that are there that maybe I won't use while I'm at the hotel, but I take it when I leave, and but I you... don't straight up steal like the towels or uh, a oh, lamp okay. or whatnot. Right. And you think that because it's in the room and you might use it because you didn't use it, it's okay to take it. Absolutely. Like a pen. That's there for you to use, and if you want to use it and you want to take it with you, then you should be able to take it with you. But then there's other things that are obviously for the room. I think pens are one of those things where, because they're all branded, the hotel chain doesn't necessarily mind. If you happen to take a Marriott pen with you, Yeah, if you take that, no problem. If you take the desk that it sits on, (laughs) that's a problem. Funny you should go there. Um, They surveyed... A luxury hotel chain over in Europe. And they asked people, or they asked them, what are people stealing? Apparently, people take the mattress way more often than you would think. What? How? That is the least discreet thing you could possibly take from the room. They say, and this is particularly in five-star hotels, you're actually more likely to see large items go missing as opposed to the smaller easier to conceal items 634 four and five star hotels were surveyed they say it's remarkable how many times 
someone will take the mattress when the reception desk is closed at night. That's unbelievable. Honey, <laughs> start the car. Start the van. <laughs> um, remote control batteries apparently go missing daily. Rem- oh, batteries. Didn't think about that. Who's stealing the batteries yeah, from the remote that, control in a hotel? That didn't even cross my mind as something to take. Uh, they say you might be surprised to hear how often people try and make off with the TV from the room. Yeah, I could see people trying to steal TV, sure. Yeah. Okay, but that's a red flag, right? I mean, every other guest in the hotel. If you see somebody walking through the hotel with a TV under their arms. It's not. I know. They I, didn't just go to Best Buy and buy that. No. Where did you get the TV? A lot of them will nail the, that stuff down now in the hotels. I don't know. I mean, I stay in hotels a lot, and I don't notice much that's nailed down. But it also never crossed my mind to think, free TV, let's go. One thing's for sure, though. If you're going to take it, anything, make sure you clean it first. I don't know who would want a filthy hotel mattress. Do you know what's on that mattress? No, you don't. Nope. Do you realize where that mattress has been? What it's seen? What fluids has touched it? You the don't even want to sleep on it one time, let alone take it home with you. That's filthy. The stories it could tell. Absolutely. The most commonly stolen items in a hotel, uh-huh. and they're not counting toiletries and stuff okay, like so that. Okay, so like shampoos and the conditioners that and whatnot. That doesn't count. Fine. Just stuff that probably should stay in the room. Number one is hangers. Number two, bathrobes. Ah, the bathrobe. You can't take the bathrobe. And why would you want to? Man, I don't touch the bathrobes in hotels. I I don't touch it. Even in the fanciest of hotels that I've been at, I don't. Because I don't know just who's been wearing that robe, what it's seen again, what what liquids have touched it. (laughs) Gotta be careful with my wording, but you know, like you you just never know. It's a biohazard. It's just, yeah, no, don't take that home with you. But you can wash it and it'll be fine. We can get the smell out. It's fine. No. Hair dryers also go missing regularly. Okay, hair dryer's a good one. Okay, they make it convenient, though. They put it right in the bag in a lot of rooms. They do. I've taken the bag, but I've never taken the hair dryer. You've taken the bag? Yeah, I've taken the bag before. Why? And I used it for many years because it was a really nice bag. I took the bag. You want me to call the Fairmont now and confess? I'll do it. Do you feel that the Fairmont owed you a bag? (laughs) Yeah, for yes. (laughs) For the price I paid, yeah. A couple more, too.